Omar tried calling you out by name, but shit, it wasn't. What do you say about me? Nothing, man. Just talking shit. Use my name. In the street? Talk, motherfucker. You just, you know, say that you need to step two in that. I don't know. He just running his mouth so. You call me a punk? It was bullshit, man. You ain't need that on your mind. What the fuck you know about what I need on my mind, motherfucker? My name was on the street? When we bounce from this shit here, I gonna go down in them corners, let them people know. Word did not get back to me. Let them know Marlo stepped to any motherfucker, Omar, Barksdale, whoever. My name is my name. I used to think LeBron was self-aware. I don't think he's self-aware. Oh, I, I think he is, and I actually think he's more self-aware because... He Why would he be? No, but he, because he didn't make the kind of excuse I expected him to make for somebody who really was just that free and always speaking their mind. And you know what made me uh, think that first? When the China thing happened. Yeah, but that's different, though. That's, like, really obvious. Like, the Deshaun Watson thing is an example of me, like, him not being self-aware and not reading the room or not giving a fuck. And, like, of those three things, I think he give a fuck. I just think he wasn't aware of what it would look like him tweeting about Deshaun Watson. I think the China thing, he knew exactly what it is because that's so directly linked to the uh, NBA to and him going to China and to money and that kind of stuff. Like So, like, the other stuff, I think, like... No, like, please give a lot of credit to people. That's what I'm saying, though. I think sometimes we even give you too much credit with this because I honestly think, like, any of those big-time stories, like him watching this game right now and tweeting about Pat Bear, right? And him when the Deshaun Watson thing was going on, like, that was the big breaking news story. And he loves being a part of the conversation. I think that was him just being reactionary and wanting to be in there with everyone else. Yeah, he shouldn't make the playoffs, though. I mean, this is a really good playoff, which is, we, we, we wasn't even supposed to start talking about ratings first, but I know that... Auto ratings up. Yeah, the first, the first uh, day of the... Oh, the first weekend, I think, is this is the highest since 2018, I want to say. So, like, wow. you're looking at a Can you, solid That's stretch. very loud. Leave all of this in. Yeah, no, it's all staying in. Okay. She made a salad just for herself. Self-salad, that's what I like to call it. A salad for no one else. All right. A no one else salad. Ferguson, I feel like uh, you haven't brought us in in a long time. So, Ferguson. Okay. Welcome. Wait, hold on, time up, pause. Leave it I was all gonna in. say, I need a minute. All right. Welcome to the Casuals Podcast, part of the 10th Year Seniors Network. This is the first time I will be on the Casual Podcast since we had uh, updated artwork. I saw that that was rolled out. That was Thank nice. Thank you, Olivia. Thank you, Olivia. All right. Okay, you can go away. Yeah, you did a great job. Bitch, you did a great job. Yeah, there you go. You also forgot to say we watch basketball so you don't have to. We watch basketball, so you don't have to. And let me just tell you something about my last three months, Q1 2022, and how little basketball I watched before the playoffs. It was outstanding. I was brilliant at covering the box score. Uh, when people had like MVP takes, I had no takes because I didn't see them. So I was just like, I don't know, man. I look like Giannis killing niggas. 
That was literally my take. And then Giannis took two days off. <laughs> I just wanted yeah, Giannis like, to win it. But all of them were so close, though. You could easily cap an entire MVP uh, argument or have an agenda because the race was so tight to a certain point. Now, I, I feel like Embiid separated himself uh, toward the end there, but it was for a while there where you saying Giannis wasn't I mean, even a ridiculous he's thing. Yeah, but the, the ridiculous thing to me was like, Devin Booker trying to like squeeze his way in there. No, you got to do that. No, 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 because his team under bass right. I was like, come on. Like, I feel like like he was in the group chat with like, because I know the All-Stars have a group chat, right? That the rest of the people ain't in. And there's like, really, nigga? You really let your marketing department do that? And he's like, what? We 60, how much much they win? 67 games? Yeah, but you forget his old man is a hooper from the 80s. What do you think mm-hmm. MVP mean to them? You think Devin Booker and Well, you better win 60 games. MVP I don't even know because like, I, I feel I like I'm numbers. allowed to have old nigga takes now because uh, yeah. I'm about to be 40. How you could get win MVP and you win over 50 games? That's ridiculous. That's, <laughs> That's always been saying. my thing. You saying that and you're almost 40, right? Imagine yeah. what Devin Booker been hearing from his dad who played pro ball all these years. Like... I, no, for real, because then it should be like, oh, well, then Giannis would win because like Embiid eliminated, Jokic eliminated. There yeah. you go, Booker and Giannis are the two people who should be buying for MVP. Done. Yeah, I guess. But That's how it should be. I can't I mean, believe like it's always we weren't supposed to start with this because this is boring. No one cares about MVP talk. <laughs> Actually, the, the award that had people up in arms was Depoy. And I don't know why people... You know what it is, though? People like the arguments... We can get to that, trans- but hold on, hold on, like hold on. the arguments on. and the transactions more than these actual awards. I swear yeah. to God. Because now you can't argue about it anymore. It's done. But let, let's go to how we're supposed to start this podcast, for real. The NBA playoffs... The NBA playoffs takes a certain level of like sports intelligence and like pop culture intelligence to understand. And since the wire debuted and it came out on HBO and was the greatest TV show of all time, unless you watch the last season of the wire and the scene where Marlo, Marlo Stanfield is locked up with the rest of his crew. And he says like, yo, my name is my name. That one scene resonated through the NBA like nothing else. And that entire scene, and now I called you earlier today to pitch you something on podcast, but what that scene is about is saying like, regardless of whatever happens, my reputation matters. And not only does my reputation matter, it matters in the context of wearing the crown, who's number one, and what my place is in the world, in the game. In the NBA, even if you don't have championship aspirations, Every single hooper, if it's in a game five, in the home court, on the road, in a game six or a game seven, my name is my name. That's what gets them on the court, ready to kill motherfuckers. And exhibit A, Kevin Durant. We have to talk about Kevin Durant. Because Kevin Durant was in rarefied air. And when I say rarefied air, I mean questionably top 10, top eight players of all time. That is a huge deal. Because when you think about that, right, how many players right now who could even sniff that, who currently play in? It's basically like Durant, LeBron, and possibly Giannis. Yeah, but no one else is... Uh, Giannis. No one's yeah, that high. No one's top 10 right now. 
No one else is that high. Even Steph. I love Steph. Steph's yeah, my favorite but, player. Steph is uh, outside the top 10 of all time. I was about to say, outside of that crew, the next legacy all-time great player when people make lists playing right now is Steph. Yeah, exactly. So, but that is the crew of three who is like, yo, that's it. And for Kevin Durant, as I'm watching this Boston Celtics series, dog, two games into it, this is this shit is ridiculous. I can't believe this is hurting all my narrative hearts. If you listen to the casuals, we used to have a, a part called Agendas. This hurting everything right now just to watch Boston fans win you know, and to put you know, KD to be humbled. I don't, I don't, do you, I don't like it. Do you know what we have right now? What do we have? One of our favorite games ever. Well, ever, you know what? Ever since the Big Three era. This is a blueprint on the line game for the New Jersey Nets. This is a blueprint, blueprint on the line on game the, for first of all, Kyrie. If they was in Miami, they was winning. There's no doubt. They could be down two out days coming back and win the series. I just don't know if I believe in Brooklyn. I don't know if I believe in Dumbo. I don't know if I believe in housing prices, if I believe in their artwork. I, Let me tell I you just what, don't know. Let me tell you what I, I don't believe in. And this is this is the part of this is the uncut yeah. gem part of now coming out. I don't believe in Seth Curry because every goddamn game you would get these great odds on him to make uh, plus 2.5 threes yeah. a game. And I'm like, this yeah. Seth Curry, it's easy money every time. You know how much times I lose that bet? You know how much times him not making three threes has ruined the volley for me? Being the third person. Sorry. Yeah, but now, you know who we also have to blame for this? Kevin fucking Durant. Of course. This is my name is my name because... You know what superstars do? When they double team you and you take in a long range two pointer, you know what you're supposed to do? Hit that fucking shot. And you're not supposed to hit it every time. No one is going to hit that every time. That's ridiculous. Like, no one's expecting you to shoot 60%, 50%, 40%? 40% on like the long range twos. Like, I mean, do some shit like that. And because you know what that'll do? That'll keep Boston honest enough that they maybe hesitate and maybe you know sometimes when shooters um if they wide open there's hesitation in the shot and then if there's like a slight contest they shoot slightly better because they're like oh i, I expected this person to be there and like this goes into the rhythm and the entire motion you to shot. be more efficient with your movements and yeah so like that. like maybe that's it with seth but because dragic been picking up his slack no one expected this from dragic right but, Dragic, so it comes there was a down while, to Durant. A while in game two, Dragic was carrying that offense for a minute. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell is this? Now, two mediocre games from Kevin Durant. They up to oh, Mediocre. Not even good games. Yeah. Just completely average. A completely average Kevin Durant game. Have them up 2-0 in the series. I understand. And the Boston fan base is the worst. Like, the fact that... The worst. I, I, don't even, I don't even trust them liking Marcus Smart, liking Jason Tatum. I know they only like uh, Jalen Brown to a certain point because they know what's beneath the surface and they know they know they can't try him on a certain level. So they don't yeah. actually like Jalen Brown. Marcus Smart, too. You see Marcus Smart rope? I know. Look at that rope. And you know what? Have you seen a nigga with a this... sideways rope coming up the side of his head? Like that? That's why you know what he's about. Is, Come on. All dog. of this is so fake to me because they don't want them. Jalen Brown was marching in the streets. Jason Tatum has been very vocal about this kind of stuff. Marcus Smart looked like Marcus Smart. Time Lord looks like Time Lord. They don't want them to be their stars. They don't want them to be their greats. And when I see Jason Tatum, all I think is they don't deserve him. 
They don't deserve him. They don't deserve none of this happiness. And this was supposed to be the unifying thing that brought together the anti-KD people and the anti-Kyrie people. Because you know what? Boston fans winning is worse. That's worse than it is worse. Winning. It is so much worse. Now, I have, um, we, of course, we listen to Bill Simmons. We listen to the pod father. This is the worst. This is worse than the Patriots winning by far. Yeah. You know why? It might be the same people rooting for the team, but I don't know. But somehow in my brain, this is so much worse. This is worse now because now they talking the most reckless and the most spicy because nobody expected this to happen. I remember before, it may have been the beginning of the last season, but this one. But either way, whatever year it was, I was saying this has gone as far as it's going to go. The Jason Tatum, yeah. Jalen Brown thing. The I was ready for Tatum to the Lakers. I was ready. By, but them buying in on Marcus Smart, this ain't yeah. going no further than it. And mind you, it still may be done because we're still in the first round of the playoffs, right? The Nets could very well win this series. Let me six. tell you something now. You know what, what part of, okay, listeners, if, if you listen to this, you listen to a lot of basketball content. My favorite part or thing to listen to during the NBA season is Dan Lebertard show, Mike Ryan Ruiz, and his Miami Heat takes. Just let this team so play, good. Let this team play the so- Heat. Let they them play the so heat. That's all. I ain't even say nothing. Just let them play the heat. I dare y'all. Try and make it. Come How does on. the bracket work out? Would the heat get Philly next? No, yeah, he gets Philly next. Okay, all right. No, nah, but yeah. they've been on they've been on their shit though. Like I, I don't want to be sacrilegious and say it's anywhere close to Big Three era, but I will just say the excitement clearly in the Miami Heat basketball scene is palpable, and that's because they get chalk in the first round. Okay, but let's go back to Durant and my name is my name. Right. Right, right. I need, to, I need I to go a, back to this. I need like, to go back to this. It, I, I, had, I had just one point on like what the whole entire playoff is supposed to be, right? Like you saying yeah. is my name is my name. This is supposed to be the purest form of hyper-masculine competitive bravado. Like everyone talks about how in the playoffs it gets down to a certain point where all the running up and down stops, the game slows down, and you just need someone who could get a bucket. We always talk about players that could win. Like you count that win, this person wins a game in the series. All that means is their name and their rep means more to them than anything else. Like all of the other intricacies around the game, sometimes that shit just slows down and Joel Embiid got to make that shot he made the other night. Or you just got to have like, you got to force a gut clench game on somebody. So that's why- It don't fucking matter. None of it matters. Was the Joel Embiid shot a bad shot? Yes. So what? You better hit that. Better hit that shit. Nobody cares how good or bad of a shot it is once it goes in and you have that highlight forever. This entire city laughed at him when Kawhi hit that shot and he, he walked out the arena crying. He was snotty. He was a meme for at you least two years. better shut all these people up. Never again. And he did. Never wait, again. That's, that's, what you, that's what you have to do. And and, you know and what? So Thank I, you now because now you've made me excited about going to this game Saturday. Because <laughs> I was I, so... I was like... Nigga, you better sell these tickets. I'm trying to go to the sweep. But I now feel, I want to go. I feel like Katie, it was setting up perfectly for Katie as to how those my name is my name moments. Shit, that's the whole reason he's in Brooklyn, right? Because even though he was the best player on the great team and still winning finals MVP in Golden State, this was more about it being his team and his name, right? So everything is on the line based on what he does and it looks out there to everybody like you getting chin checks from a 10 year younger version of you that's what it looked like from him and bob cousy <laughs> that's what's happening <laughs> no that's what's happening 
Hey, dog. Like, Kyrie's excuse could be it's Ramadan and he ain't eating and he's not taking in any nutrition. KD ain't on a Ramadan. He on double teams and crowds. And... As far as I know, his religion is basketball. Why Wait, he ain't having no spices? When he get blocked Kyrie on a KD jump shot, no Twice. one's supposed to block KD Twice. on a jump shot. No it one. happened in both games. No one. Shocking. You know, it was a lot. You know when this happened to LeBron James in Dallas? And that was it. That never happened again. Any other series LeBron lost, you know what it was? It was just that, all right, they got a better team. But LeBron was still, you were about to get this 30, 10, and 10. That's what happened every you single know, time. And that's what my name, and my, is my name is about, is because, like, no matter what, I'm going to put in work. You might beat me, but I ain't going out like a bitch. And that's what Jokic do. Jokic know he's losing to the Warriors. He's like, yeah, nah, but it's I happening somebody. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, you know the scary part about this for me though, and somebody that has always liked KD and always been a KD fan. Like, I don't like the energy he had after game two, dog. It was giving me very bitch. What if I can't beat this dude? Kind of energy. Like that's what I was getting from him. Like, what if he really looking over there at Jason Tatum and and not not maybe so much because of something Jason Tatum doing, you know? Because he was a great game too, either. But what if it's something internally about KD where he knows to himself. I just don't have it, or I step too slow, or he anticipates my move. I don't even know if you're not, dog. I, I can't see that. And like, and this is what I'm saying about the whole my name is my name thing and, and why, why a series matters. And why a series matters, right? Is that, um, listen, you listen to this podcast. Everyone who is listening to this, everyone who's played a sport, there's been a moment where you bitched up. Bitched up at work, you bitched up in your personal life. Everyone has bitched up before. I just I just quoted the time LeBron James did it, and he might have done it multiple times that we could revisit in this podcast. Everyone is bitched up. You might lie to yourself and say no, 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 no. We might be witnessing that from Katie right now, but it's how you respond after you do that. Yeah. So what you you got bitch, you got punk. That's it. That's that's fine. But what are you gonna do when you go back home? I can't wait to post this. My name is my name video on Saturday now. What are you gonna do when you go back home right before the game and you be like? the barbarians are at the gates and what Caesar is supposed to be Caesar is supposed to be the last man in Rome who was supposed to defend the city that's what I do and that's what KD did when Milwaukee Bucks came but luckily for KD he was playing buzz uh previously and buzz was letting KD go one-on-one against the Bucks and get 40 and saying he could stop everyone else the Celtics are saying we could just hit him a lot and do what Bill Belichick did to Marvin Harrison and the Peyton Manning Colts. We could just hit them until they can't take any more hits. And KD has to be able to take those hits. You ever wonder why LeBron James always flexing after you make a layup on an and one? This is why, because when people hit you, you got to respond. It seems like only the most obvious thing to do is, hey, let's be frail with the, let's be physical with the really frail seven foot guard right and you've been here and people say this from the beginning of the time you start watching or learning about basketball be physical with the person that wants to be a finesse kind of player so it seems so simple that somebody might have tried this before right yeah no people have tried this before and it has they have done it but sometimes it hasn't worked either because of other players on the team or like katie's team has just been so overwhelming like, one thing for sure, and why Golden State Warriors fans get to laugh is this shit wasn't working when Steph was here. No. No, and that, that's the feeling that I had watching that entire fourth quarter is 
dog, is this what you really wanted? Like when you decided to leave Golden State, right? And it goes back to my name is my name because being away from Golden State, being up under Steph's shadow was more important to KD than probably staying there and winning fire championships. But just watching the fourth quarter where he was struggling, the entire Nets team was struggling and Boston was making that surge. I think they outscored them by like 12 in the fourth. But all it had me thinking at that point is you couldn't have possibly thought this is a better situation, dog. Like I, I get my name is my name. But just in terms of basketball reason, this looks eerily similar to KD having to carry the load in OKC because you have him being himself, Kyrie playing the Russell Westbrook role. Is it really that much different than it was in, in, in OKC? And I just thought KD had to be having moments of regret. Like you have to look over what Golden State is doing and think to yourself, why the hell did I leave that? I'm doing yeah. the same thing I was doing in OKC. It's me, yeah. this one dude in the backcourt, and this is the game when KD ain't had it, obviously, four for 17, 18 of his 27 points. Oh, for 10 in the one. second half. Yeah, so when you don't have it and it's just one other guy, it look a lot like OKC, and I don't know how far that's taken anybody. So we have to talk about something else. Holy shit, uh, Grizzlies coming back. Anyway, um, yeah. we had to talk about something else. Steve Nash being a fraud. I, yeah, I always Canadians thought, are having an awful playoffs. Awful playoffs <laughs> for Canadians. This is all around. <laughs> I remember us specifically making fun of this at the very beginning when it was apparent that Steve Nash was not going to actually be the coach of the Nets. He's the guy in charge, but he ain't the coach of the Nets. I remember when Kyrie came out in that very first statement. Was we like, all coaches? Oh, yeah, we all, we all the coach. And, like, he tried to backpedal on it. But, you know, he was saying that with his entire chest. And you know that's how they've been running this, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Because you know what the backpedal is? Like, the first thing you say is the thing you actually believe. The yeah. backpedal is you trying to clean it up to spare people's feelings. That's all it was. And you know Nash had to co-sign it when he said it. But I absolutely believe that that's how they've been running this whole thing. So what are they going to do differently at this point? This thing was built for three of them to be an unstoppable juggernaut. Now there's only two. And in these two first two games, there's been like one and then another game with one and a half. That's why the whole thing ain't working. That's why it's crumbling. If KD and Kyrie is the two best players in the series, no, that's actually not true. If Kyrie and Jason Tatum, the two best players in the series, right? And KD has been three. Well, then the next six, seven or eight best players in the series been on the Celtics side. Yeah. How they go but away. usually in basketball, you just need the best player in the series. It's usually how it works. You just need the alpha, and the alpha is, is going to be able to get you two games, dog. Like, there have been outliers in NBA situations where that is not the case. But if you have an alpha on your team, you get two to three games, like bare minimum. And the series isn't over. It's still very early. But Steve Nash has not been able to draw up any kind of offense and it is obvious. And Steve Nash lost his assistant coach, who is now in Boston coaching. And they look like, hey, I was right. You know what it looks like? We have this thing in the industry, like when someone in real estate, someone steals a financial model you're working on, and then they take it to their next company. Look like Sammy is just like, all right, I know exactly how to stop you. I know exactly what works in practice. And he watched what Bud did. And was like, I will never do that. 
I would never guard this man one-on-one. That almost cost you the series, if not for um, Katie having big feet paws. I will do it a completely other way, and I know how to slow him down. And if Kyrie's going to beat me during Ramadan, scoring 40 a game, so be it. You know, this is also the part of the whole Kyrie thing that I I really didn't take into account. It was one of the things that I was trying to say to you and John that got misconstrued. But we he was popping in and out basically, in terms of being in the lineup. Kyrie ain't been having to go for extended periods of time having to carry the load like this. Like, is he actually physically prepared to do this? Well, not doing Ramadan. (laughs) That's my my thing, though. But there have been... But no, no. But think about the fact that we've seen Muslim players do this before. Like, we used to see Elijah want to do it, but I'm saying they were Garrett up and built for this. Mm-hmm. Physically, Kyrie ain't been putting in the amount of work that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. In. First of all, I, I have to push back on that because what you were not taking into account when you first made that statement, <laughs> you was not taking Ramadan and three nights of basketball into account when you I said that. You, that was not your thing. I didn't know he used to do Ramadan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, so I, I, I didn't I, know I he was. Clear that up. Don't act like he was like, oh shit, like. Fucking April towards the end of the month, I feel like no, I remember no, like no. <laughs> no, no, no. I get the entire fuck out of here. No, that was not your analysis. That's not what I was saying. I just didn't think he was playing basketball. That's all. Okay. All right. All right. So th- enough of that. Um, I just need these Bob Cousy Celtics to fucking lose. And it doesn't matter when. And I um you know what it is? I think like I would like to watch the playoffs, and I don't know if we do this as as human beings. Like you create a villain in your mind, and as you know, for the last three years, for me, my villain has been the Los Angeles Clippers. And when oh. Freddie Gibbs gave them them bars about like get home sent early, like the Clippers, that was my moment. And then they lost because uh, Freddie Gibbs probably wrote that. Like no, he actually did right after it was on the Benny the Butcher album, but um. The new villain now is the Celtics, and I will be rooting against them every step of the way, every playoff that they're in. Say they go on to beat the Nets, fuck that. Um, in the next round, when they play the Bucks, I'm going to be rooting for the Bucks, and now I'm monitoring Chris Middleton's uh, knee injury out two weeks. If they beat the Bucks, then I'm rooting for the Heat because the Heat are going to fucking wash the Sixers. Like anyway, <laughs> and the then if they beat the Heat, I will be rooting for whoever comes out of the Western Conference. It's no, the they're the villain for me. Yeah, but the worst part about it is like, uh, the dude is likable, not Marcus Smart, but the rest. Marcus of Smart thing. is likable. What you talking about? Uh, the I, only I, one I, on that team who is not likable to me is um, White. I don't know. I just don't have an opinion on him. I don't even know if he's unlikable, but like who, White. Who's White? They have a White other than Pritchard. They're all black. Oh, Tice? Who's white? They have a white? Wait, what is the name of the nigga who came from the Spurs? What is his name? They may have him. Is this Derek White? Does, yeah. Does he have a headline? He plays in the Celtics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. First of all, I don't know why you're listening to this podcast at this point, if this is what you were doing. <laughs> I was just like, I was now confused in my head. 
This man was getting, he had the biggest layup in game one. What are you talking about? I was on the baseball field. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> White players for the Celtics. Yes, they made a trade midseason. Anyway. Wow. Oh, this thing's nice. not even paying attention to the transaction. Let's get off this <laughs> that's series. A, that's a nice pickup. <laughs> anyway, let's get off this series. Uh, like 13 minutes. No, but I'm saying, but he was in in that crucial moment uh, coming down towards uh, game one. And then he hit that layup because the Celtics offense is designed like that. All those same shit you see Bruce Brown uh, making, or uh, you see the same shit that the Philly players were missing last night. That is the Derek White moment. Be like, hey, you win with less than five minutes left in this fourth quarter. Everyone is getting D'd up. Pause. When you cut to the rim and you get the ball, please finish. Okay, Andre Drummond is not a man. Horford had 20 and 15. Sorry. Plus, plus, we've been on Fox this for watch a long time. Listen, more, more of my name is my name. We're done with this series, except fuck Bob Cousy. Um, <laughs> I just have to say that. Every day. Just, Every I day. can't believe, no, I can't believe um, that people would just like post a random picture of Bob Cousy and I would look at it and be like, this man has no muscle definition. There's no muscles in his legs. And he He's a hair tough hair. what of all time. He why are we do? Why are we still doing legacy shit? He was also, to me, he was always, like, I'd watch those old, shitty old-timey clips, and I would say, well, he's just the basketball definition of the white boys that was stealing, like, early doo-wop music and all that shit, and then repurposing it for their audience, right? Because isn't that all Bob Cousy was doing, seeing what black dudes was doing on the playground and say, hey, there's no white guys over here doing that, let me bring that here? I, I mean, I feel like that's all he ever was to me. I never thought he was so great. And then, well, you know what made it better and gave you such vindication when I actually got to look up numbers on basketball reference and be like, you know, he's dead, but he was shooting like 30% and they didn't even have jumpers. Like, what is that? You couldn't drive to the lane. You couldn't yeah. just go. <laughs> just go. Yeah, I, yeah, fuck Bob Cousy. Bob Cousy, dog. The whole sense of lineage. I hate that they, <laughs> yeah. I hate that they have some, I hate that they get to have Bill Russell and Sam Jones, and Casey Jones. I hate that they have all of them because they shit in Bill Russell's bed. You know what was fucked up is that the Celtics won on Tatum, Tatum's game winner on um, Sunday. And then the episode of Winning Time that came out was all about fuck Boston. Yes. And I was like, yes, fuck Boston. Forever, forever. Forever, forever, ever. Even in uh-huh. KG teams, just so people don't, don't think this is a racial thing. KG, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, fuck those Celtics. I no. hated them the most. Going there makes you a worse person. It, it made Big Baby Davis a worse person. Like, he's still yeah. that horrible person to this day. Yeah. Yeah, but fuck Boston. Anyway, second part of my name is my name um, to the second most intriguing series in this playoffs. Is it? The Minnesota Timberwolves and oh. the Memphis Grizzlies. I think so. No, I thought I thought you was going to the all series. No, yeah, this is what? this is no fuck that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I was like, that's the one that's 3 <laughs> No, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. You're right. You're right. And this is this is perfect for Adam Silver. This is perfect for NBA business because even before this series started, they get they got all their graphics made and the marketing machine was behind. This is the future of the NBA right here like y'all getting to see this and we're gonna look back at this 2022 first round matchup and say wow we had these dudes at the beginning of their star climb anthony edwards and john moran two dudes who just 
uh, was they got a they grow up on a lot of Marshawn Lynch. Like you can see that they are the children of Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. They know they have the freedom to say whatever they want, and they can no, just my niggas take are. care of your mentals and your chickens, dog. Yeah, he was talking to them, and that's what they doing. Yeah. And so you got two people with that kind of character headed into this game. We didn't even get to the fringe characters yet, but this is just Bill as a matchup between John Morant, Anthony Edwards. I love it. I think I can't, you know what? You are very magnanimous because I think if I were you, I would have used this opportunity to say my name is my name. Because if we go back to the first podcast, now I was touting Timberwolves as a team that would make some noise. And I see what you did there. This was this was a psychological trick because you knew it was doing, but you're letting me do it now. No, no, no. So so I I will continue to do it. Um now I was counting a team, uh, the Timbers as a team that would make noise. And I, I laughed. Yeah. And I could so, tell you the, re- no, so no, no, no. I, w- I want to tell you the reason that I laughed. Uh, and the reason that I laughed was Carl Anthony Towns and D'Angelo Russell. That was the reason that I laughed. I- I'm going to be honest with you. And up until now, um, and I will continue to be honest, I used to, I, Carl Anthony Towns is someone who has not watched a Y in my mind. <laughs> I watch Carl Anthony Towns play basketball. And you know what I say? Ah, that's why Kentucky lose. Because it made no sense that those uh, Kentucky teams. Wait, 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 wait. I was like, ah, because Anthony Davis, Anthony Davis, like, let me get eight blocks in this game. I mean, no, no way. Even if I ain't scoring, let me let me do this. We are not losing to these fucking. And I know this hits close home to you, yeah, um, yeah. as a Kentucky Wildcat. Uh, you are very that. proud. Um, yes, because Carl Anthony Towns will get all the smoke. Do I want Carl Anthony Towns to have a great life and do great things? Yes, but on the basketball court, would I want him on my team? Up to this point, no. Up to this point, no. What is the I, rest of your What does the rest of your team look like? Because you're talking about the best shooting. Big no, no, no. Okay, NBA, so what I'm saying is like, do I want three assists? Do I want call max contract Carl Anthony Towns or what? What else I can get in that vein? And I don't mean like the Russell Westbrook kind of contracts. I mean if I could have like Aiton over Carl Anthony Towns, which one of them would I want? That's what I mean. Mm. Got you there, bitch. Mm. <laughs> All things being equal with the rest of my roster? Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. Yeah. My heart says Aiton, but. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, what will happen is you will lose in the second round with your heart. I mean, with your brain. Your brain is saying, call Anthony Towns. You can take a second round out. That's fine. The only thing. People got a lot of cat all wrong. And listen. Game one did not help the case. You know, you know, I am Carl Anthony Towns apologist. Like from time of memoriam, that that yeah. been my guy. He almost got me to 40 and over at UK. People always talk about how shitty he is in the playoffs, how he shrinks from the moment, how he disappears, and they always equate that to cat ain't mine. It's not even just the playoffs, it's just like in basketball. No. You can't this is say that about somebody you run. cannot say that about somebody that averages 25 points a game. No, in the regular season, uh, based on those matchups, like there are times where I was just like, I just don't believe in you. Or like, if you were that good, if you were this good with the rest of those players, the team would be doing better. That's all it is. 
kept just the, that, the John just Cameron Love Anthony argument. Edwards, like maybe okay, so maybe Carl Anthony Towns isn't like a culture shifter. Like he's not a one A. Maybe he's a one B or one C, which is fine. Yeah, right. I, like I, that, that is not a, a a thing, but it's just that if you are touted and even paid like that, people have those expectations of you. Like when people have those expectations of you and you then don't like kind of live up to it, that becomes the issue. Or when you have your 1A, when it's Anthony Edwards there, it's like, now you don't have to, not only do you not have to do everything, but this guy is the guy who's supposed to do everything, right? So just help him out a little bit. That's the part. Just help, just help him out a little bit more. And that's it. And then you will have like all the glory heaped upon you and you still get all the money. So that is my issue with with Cat. Not that oh you and Yana so you ain't AD. No, be Chris Middleton. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like Cat. <laughs> that, uh, that hurt you. Dog. No, but I feel like that's okay though, and I feel like he has been helping. I know. Him, I of like course, it's so, okay. Chris I Middleton feel- get hurt, and I feel like that ruins so many people's brackets. Yes. Like, God damn it. I- Aiton was a number one overall pick. That's not meant to be a one A guy either. That's not to exactly. say this person is not exactly. I get it, but people always use this in a pejorative way for him, and I, and I'm like, I don't think it should be because when this team in the early in the early days, you know what was happening with the Timberwolves now? Anthony mm-hmm. Edwards is what they expected Andrew Wiggins to be. And him and Cat were supposed to grow into this mold together. Andrew Wiggins just really yeah, never but now no, 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 I'm not gonna let you do that because like a part of the narrative at the time was that Cat was like the franchise. So the difference between him and Aiton, right? Hold on, the difference between him and Aiton was like when Aiton got there, Booker was the guy. Like Booker was clearly like the number one on the team, carried himself like that. Like he he was the guy. Wiggins was much less so in Cat's situation. Like Cat was more so the guy who's he thought of as like, okay, now we got one. Like he is the undisputed number one overall pick. Wig- Wiggins wouldn't have gone number one if Embiid was was healthy. So like there's difference in, in between like how they are observed. But uh for Carl Anthony Towns, and this is why the my name is my name thing, is because regardless of all the 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 arguments or the debates people have, you could do it in the series right now. Like the entire narrative shifts right now in the playoffs, being guarded by uh, Jackson and Stephen Adams, and this is it. And Stephen Adams is like getting less playing time now. But no cat, all this shit we talked about, I just said, completely changed right now. But here, and that was actually going to be my next point because my thing is, yeah, these reputations get attached to you, whether warranted or unwarranted, right? And. Uh, after game one, it was warranted. You could, you could hear it very loud in the discourse. This is what happens to him in these big moments, blah, 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 blah. But after game two, going for like, I think he had like 30 and 13, something like that. That was pretty quiet. No, that no, no. Was, it was it was after the play-in where he was getting a lot of shit. It wasn't after game was, one. Or the, no, the it was after game, it was after game one as well. Is after game one as well. The play the play in was bad too, but I think game one he only scored like fifteen or something like that. The, the play in was the one where he uh, fouled out. Yeah, the play in was the one where he fouled out with yeah. eleven points. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. He was just like, yeah, yeah, that was bad. 
I, you know what? A lot of people in a lot of people in these spaces, and because of where debate culture is, nobody actually does that. You know, nobody takes account for themselves and just be like, you know, oh, yeah, boy. you make a point that was bad. I get it. Carl Anthony Towns at twenty nine and thirteen in game one. He played good in game one. Which that's the oh yeah the one they won. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, because that's yeah. when they that's when the Grizzlies were playing Stephen Adams uh, a little too much. I was thinking in game one is game two. Sorry, four twenty one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But like even that, you know what? Even in the the blowout loss, I don't even put that on cat like that because that's a blowout. Like y'all yeah, are down by bec- thirty. <laughs> yeah, but he, he's he's become the kind of figure that's going to get that though. Like he's no, uh, no, no. Okay, so my criticism of cat is never in a situation like that. You down by thirty. But like when like no, Trey Young had a like a bad statistical game when no, the Heat wh- was bl- blowing them out by forty. So what? Like, well, what I'm what are you I'm supposed to go right get now, injured like Luca? No. What I'm talking about right now is not even something that's quantifiable. Like just in terms of the perception, he's become the guy that is going to get the blame. He's become the guy that's oh, cat's soft and cat's this, and he ain't he don't have the alpha type. Yeah, but now the walk like some of that he's ain't getting true. That. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. I honestly don't. I think the season. I think the season he's had with the off season he's had. He is his toughness is very very underrated. I I don't, I don't mean see it like the when toughness say, or like the softness. I just mean in terms of like basketball, like basketball shit. Like I don't think oh, like to go back to the Durant thing. I don't think Katie's soft because he playing poorly. That's not being soft ter- or toughness. But, but in ter- in terms of basketball, so. I think that's the part that's unassailable for Carl Anthony Towns, though. But anyway, no, but that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, oh, you're saying that his basketball acumen is unassailable? Yeah. No, now, but okay. So part of basketball acumen is also like, oh, how do I play defense? How do I get fouls? When do I assert myself on offense? When do I um, go to draw the double team and kick the ball out? Some like part of the reason Carl Anthony Towns has been in so much foul trouble is because he just makes dumb decisions like dumb mental decisions on like what the double team or when to challenge or when to contest that's basketball acumen as well like that's not just about like making or missing shots i think a part of that was him listening to the groundswell of opinion too much with people saying he ain't aggressive on defense and he's is it's been a market overcorrection uh, with him well then, then fall out and then go to bahama in a couple of weeks then <laughs> that's when you want to listen to people <laughs> I mean, he's, go on the he's slide. Go- Don't drown. It's twelve. He, he's he's going to be fine. I I believe they win this series. Uh, I don't. What's the next step after making noise? No, because but think about this they, though. They get out because we go in. My name is my name. Shamaran, you, me, and y'all make all this noise in the regular season. Get up to the two seed and about to get your shit rock from the seven seed Minnesota Timberwolves and Pat Bev. Pat Bev, listen. I, I wish they had all playoff teams, all NBA playoff teams, because then Pat Bev would have to make it if they somebody, get up this round. Somebody got to help Desmond Bain, Gary. I mean, he was talking about this being a John Moran versus Desmond. Can, I, can I just say, like, this is a number one casual moment right here, right now. Okay? A number one casual moment. Now, if I showed you a picture of Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks. No, I know mean? that. I know that. <laughs> I know that. I know, I know that because I remember Dylan Brooks at Oregon, and I know mm-hmm. that. And Dylan Brooks was going viral for really hating Anthony Iguodala. And I just kept watching that clip like, why does Anthony Iguodala so much? 
why, like, would, why, why would he have wanted to play for Memphis at 36? No. Because, oh, okay, so I can explain that. It's because Memphis always thought that they had this in them. So they're like, oh, he's a two-seed. Like, what the fuck? So they don't get why Iguodala do this. And say say the Timberwolves lose and we get a second round with the Grizzlies and the Warriors and Iguodala with the Warriors. Oh, my God. Ooh. So good. So good. That really is good. But those really who help in that cause right now. I like when we do this while we actually watch in games. Yeah. Anyway, Des- no. Desmond Payne is taking the most shots. Wait. <laughs> But I, I love John Moran's social media presence because it's just all emojis and then like Jordan like videos. <laughs> no, and, then, and this is how I this is why I tell y'all a lot of times people give these dudes too much credit. You can see John Moran is just sitting down, young father with his daughter running around watching the game, and he just tweeting exactly what he see. And he's just tweeting about what everyone else talking about. They see a spectacular play. I go in on this. That's all yeah. he was doing. But yeah. you should see how upset people get at that. People be in the replies talking about getting the gym. Like, if you can do your job and you can pay attention to NBA playoff basketball, why John I can't do that when his job is basketball? Hey, know what these players are never doing, though? And what we would never do? You see, when our late game come on, no one is be tweeting. Everyone oh. is be surprised in the morning when they check the score. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you live on the West Coast. That's yeah, yeah. Everyone is or, just be like, damn, that happened? Or, no, you know who talked? The dude who was out or something. Yeah. The yeah. dude who out. That's how you know who was out. And no one else tweeting with that shit. You've never only seen Kuzma. a LeBron a LeBron tweet. You've never seen a LeBron pass like 11-something tweet. Yeah. That motherfucker's be sleeping. <laughs> There's no way. Ain't no way. Like, even, like, last night, one of my boys, uh, Demi, texted me, and he is like, oh, oh, I think the Bucks could come back. I read that tweet at a crisp 658. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, I guess they didn't. <laughs> How do you think I find out about Devin Booker and game two? Because it was halftime, Devin Booker dapped a baby. He had 31 at the half. I was like, all right. I went to sleep. Solid. Yeah. And I, I was just, like, wait, he I still had solid. 31? <laughs> yes. That. When I looked, when I checked the box score, I didn't, I said, oh no, like something had to happen. But then this is the thing, right? Like I then searched Devin Booker and everyone was just tweeting about Devin Booker, fifth spot with this baby. I had to type in Devin Booker injury to understand what happened to him. That's why social media is so stupid. It's so dumb. The stupidity people are sponsoring and paying for is that story. I was just like, wait, look, the first hundred Devin Booker tweets are not about him being injured and the Suns' chances. Not the fact that uh, an MVP candidate for the number one overall seed is going to have to miss like two games at the very least, maybe two weeks. Like that ain't what we're talking about. But there was the moment where he bumped the baby. Socials. I only love it to keep me updated for games past 10 o'clock. I hate the rest of it. So Grizzlies only with 48 with five minutes left in the in the third quarter. This offense is nasty when John Morant ain't looking like Murray State John. But Morant. they played so well during a season when Ja was um injured. And, and that's why that's court. why they was talking all that shit. But other than Desmond Bain, ain't nobody helping Desmond Bain, dog. He out there by himself. Ja like is pl- helping hey, and this is a thing. Playoff basketball is so fucking different. It's so like, how do you witness shit? How do you get past this stuff? Like, it is so different. 
stuff like yeah. this really makes me hate because you know like the old basketball guy uh trope they like to talk about the playoffs is how the first time around you got to go through the heartache and you got to go through like heartache like twice before you climb that mountain and get there and I, I just thought everybody didn't feel like the Grizzlies went through the heartache yet. So nobody really expected them to. They lose in the playoffs. I feel like how much heartache you want them to have. <laughs> they just, they literally just lost in the playoffs. But I feel like everyone expected that though. Like it wasn't. Yeah. Did anyone. But like, so what was the heartache for the Warriors? Because the Warriors did that same similar climb and then they challenge and contest. And then next thing you know, there's champs. Yeah, they skipped the step. Didn't come they, until after they were already champions. They they skipped the step because it's a great dynasty and they broke the mat yeah. in the game, so they get to skip a step. Grizzlies, they skip, the only mat they broke is I, I'm not gonna lie, you were right. Their record without John Morant is amazing, and I still don't believe it to this day. I don't understand how they only lost like two games without him. But I just want somebody to hug Desmond. Know what it is? Right now, I I know why. I know why. Because when he's playing people, this was like Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks maybe go win, and then they take them for light every time, and then they lost. That's it. That's it. If they had different names, I'd be like no way. That's it. That's little like legitimately it. There's no other reason. Jamarat must be a future Hall of Famer. Because I don't understand. Think about this now. Think about this. What if his name was? Now, if his name was Omar Bain, they might have won 60 games. <laughs> no, sorry, 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 sorry. Shout out to my boy, Desmond. Not Desmond Bain. Because <laughs> Bain is a great last name. If his name was Omar Brooks, he was winning, they was winning 60 games. They was the one seed. They was the one seed. I'm just thinking of, like, we, we, we are the casuals, right? I just yeah. look at their roster, and out of any... Out of any roster in the playoffs right now, I feel like most people would look at the Grizzlies roster and be like, who, who Oh, because they are the most, most NBA uh, TV team. Most NBA TV and local broadcasting team. They were not getting games on. And I'll be honest with you, Memphis, you will not be getting national televised games next year either until you no, add a second but, star. But see, I think, the, I think the NBA making an attempt to sell Jaws enough to get them on there. It, it'll all be based on they, and they usually better package Desmond Bain and Dylan Brooks. <laughs> usually, usually these decisions will be made like after the playoffs because obviously, like after the Suns make that run, the next year they get like forty nationally televised. Now, but games. you know what would happen if they lost to the Timberwolves? You know where them oh. games are gonna go? Yeah, yeah, yeah Anthony yeah, Edwards. Yes, yes, <laughs> because, and that's where we started with this series. It's great because it's a no lose situation for the NBA because either, either you start to prop the jaw MVP movement or Anthony Edwards is coming. Nope, Anthony Edwards has arrived. If he wins a first round series this early now, people gonna ignore the fact that Cat averaging a double double and dominating it. He He probably had to sit a lot because he's blowing yeah, up. Because of foul trouble, probably. Yeah, no, you know, he played he has, 25 no, minutes. No, he has four fouls. He's not been good with that. But 20, yeah, he's been in the game. Hey, dog, D'Angelo Russell has 15, 7, and 5 right now. He balling. Pat Bev has 12. Pat Bev outplaying John Moran at this point. Too small. Small. Timberwolves right, making some noise. Let's move on to the. Who do you think is a number three? My name is my name uh, series right now. Joel Embiid. 
Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid just, shitting on this whole country. Him, him. Whole country. Sorry, sorry. Him and James Harden. And I'm not gonna lie. Like, yes, obviously, I want the Suns to win. If the Suns don't win, this is my sec. This is my second well, nominee for the fuck? title. All right, I, I gotta I, say, I really I wish. I really wish uh, Joel Embiid like tweet something out about like push a T or push a E or something like that at some point. Why is he going push a T? Boy, because push a T shit on Drake. That's the whole oh, of, oh, 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 of Joel Embiid. Oh, just like, Kari, hold on, let me stop you. Here. Why would he do that when Drake was walking him out, out of the arena? When no, no, no. What happened got... was, and I acted reflexively, of course, and I was sending that photo out to many people right after the game. <laughs> but what happened was, I don't, really, I don't know him if and I Drake was talking shit. You, uh, I don't know if I want to hear the real thing. No, him and Drake exist. was talking shit, and he was just be like, yo, you better show up to this game Saturday. You better be here for the sweep. And Drake was like, no, nah, I'm going to be here for 3-1. They was talking shit back and forth. And Drake's eyes was just like, fuck, we just get sun. And like, he didn't have no energy back for Pusha T. But he was just like, walk, not Pusha T, but Joel Embiid. So he was just like walking out with him at the same time. And it's such a weird era where like, you can't even smile next to someone and then people are taking the wrong oh. way. Because that's not what Drake was not like switching sides. He was just being like, oh, fuck you, dog. Like, we go in anyway. I know, I, I know, I know, he, I know he wasn't. And I was getting off, but. For me, it was one of the moments where uh, it was kind of weird to me that people expect, like, Drake, who is rich and has access to all these people, to actually have a relationship with them. Like, you expect him to be a part of your irrational sports fan hate. Like, the whole time everything was going on with them and the Warriors, Drake always rapping about these dudes, like, being by his house and kicking it and stuff like that. So, like, it's a different space that they exist in but we expect them to carry around the same weird hate that you see every day on social media for these people who you ain't connected to at all and that moment for me it was like oh yeah i mean it really don't matter that much to drake because he can still kick it with him beat anyway if they lose yeah sorry and um she ate something out the fridge and then tried to say that i did it and i was like no you did that i didn't even i don't even eat sour cream like what are you talking about Desmond anyway. is still the only Grizzlies player in double figures. Yeah. Shit. They in trouble. Cass still has six. Yeah, that's to be expected. Joel Embiid, though. Joel Embiid are the entire sixes. I can't believe you want them to win next. What if I want James Harden to win in this whole thing? Are you kidding me? I because now, now, okay, Harden. so them winning. If they play the Celtics, yes, I write that with you. But them winning means that the Heat would lose to them. I can't yeah. abide by that. You, I mean, you sound I, like someone who never want to be let in the city again. I can't abide by that. Right? I'm good. Wow. I mean, wow. Wow. That's just. I was, just a Le- I was a LeBron guy. The happiness that that city and that franchise has brought us is just like torn asunder now. Hey, she shouldn't ask me if I only come to have fun. No, well, that's on you. Yeah, that that's that would that would be akin to you blaming Soka forever, and you don't blame Soka, so I don't ever blame Soka. Yeah, so don't blame Miami either. No, I don't blame Miami for that. But no, I was, I was I was a LeBron guy. I wasn't like post LeBron era. I was never go Heat. Like you were more of a Heat person. I was never yeah. a Heat person. Mm-hmm. So I, I got no connection to them. And, so I mean, they want, have, if they played and, Philly, you would want Philly to beat them. They have Bam, and let me not say I got no connection because I and I, Tyler Hero. I know I was fucking to say, Pat Riley. 
I root for Bomb and and Tyler like legitimately. But I want James. Jimmy Butler nappy head just like you. I I don't have that's racist. I don't have a nappy head. I have locks. I want I want James Harden to win in the end because James Harden is a bigger villain than any old basketball people hate James Harden so much. I want him to hold up the trophy at the end. That's all I want. I want him to be right about this next thing. Like, because how funny would that be? Why you want to be right about right KD and Kyrie like fucking up though? I like Kyrie versus anyone else, but the Kyrie versus James Harden thing, I was rooting for James Harden. Really? I wanted that to I wanted that to work, yeah. I always yeah, thought but... James I, I I never thought James Harden uh got a fair shake. I always thought people were overly critical about James Harden playing with a bunch of bums, and he has not had the opportunity to play with a team where he didn't have to have a, a goddamn usage rate to the sky. I will I will push I will push back on this because James Harden had multiple moments, you know, with the Rockets. He had multiple moments, multiple chances. No, no, let me let me finish. Multiple opportunities. I remember him during like when the Rockets was coming back against the Clippers. Like he was on the bench. He wasn't like leading this. Like is is the kind of shit that Giannis would never do. That like I don't know. Like like Steph would never do. Like even LeBron would never do. And then he his playoff stats are very his his playoff stats are like very very poor. And it ain't about usage a lot of times. It's just about that he didn't play well. Like sometimes, I think, and this is why my name is my name is important. Is that no matter what, you still have to play well in certain aspects of the game to get your team across the finish line. That's what this is about. Like when um and like the Warriors weren't running any kind of like special kabuki defense against james harden i don't have my james harden reference right now but i know that his poor playoff performance is an earned thing like and as much as i wanted paul george to have like a similar playoff track record or performance he does not because paul george somehow shows up and he is my number one villain in the nba and i i know i can't like hate on that and i like james harden more than i like paul george but like that's just like an objective fact like what if, what if players, the, best, what if the uh, best version of James Harden for a team to be a winning team, not just for him to put up MVP numbers, but for a team to be a great winning team is for him to be 18 and a half points per game, 10 assists a game guy in the playoffs rather than scoring 27. Like what if this, what if uh, this version of him yeah, is better? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you believe necessary. that? Yes, I, I do. You believe that? You believe that? I, be, I believe that, yeah. I believe right. that. I believe right. he's going. I, I believe his game is versatile enough where he's going to have quote unquote throw by James Harden moments. But I also believe that he understands that this is great if Joel Embiid running this because I, this going back to the cat thing. Harden ain't had to be one A, one A. All right, all right. Let me let me because you just quote a bunch of stats to me, and we are we are on the Casuals podcast, and I have to ask you this very important question, but I, which is what I think is allowed to be asked here between yeah. us. Uh-huh. You watch Harden play? Yeah. You watch? So no, no, no. So you like like with your eyes watch him play these games? I, I, uh, he does not look like Rockets. Harden. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I that's all I'm saying. That. That's all I'm saying. Because I think I think the 18 points are. Um, him and uh, shooting well at all right that's what I think the 18 points are I don't think it's a factor of that because I think like if Harden was playing well he'd be averaging 22 or 24 points he wouldn't be getting 30 like what he used to get in Houston 
And like for someone as good as him or like a MVP, that usage kind of level. Yeah. But I think like if Harden was playing well, he'd be getting like 22 in those 10 assists and four rebounds, 24, like something around that range. And like, you might say that there's a difference, but I, I think it, it's um, a small difference, but I think it's about the efficiency of the player. And that's the average. That's not like what he gets on a nightly basis. Like there's some nights he's going to pop and be even better than that average. Like, but I, I don't, I think like teams would be like, come on, fuck it, come with it. Even his last drive where he tied the game yesterday, on drive the lane against Fred Lundley and then run, like literally they had an overhead camera and he run into Fred Lundley. He didn't run towards the basket to get the layup. He run into Fred Lundley like, ah, oh, wow. Like, God damn it. That's what the old heads hate. <laughs> Philly's second best play in the series has been Tyrese Moxie. Kentucky product. I did not think I would say that. Remember how Adam and I was draft night that absolute steal when they do this redraft in yeah. years? He's going yeah, to yeah. the lottery. Yeah. This, this, he's one of the few Philly people during this entire era that they actually drafted there and it worked out perfectly because he was the exact thing that they needed. Like, it ain't never worked before other than Embiid. It was like just yeah. Embiid and Tyrese Moxie. Everything else was wrong. Yeah. Even Ben Simmons, still in play yet. Ben Simmons never watch a wire. He does not care about his name. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that right now. His name is not his name. Not hey, the Kevin, same kind of energy. Listen, they the Nets have to win before game four because Kevin Durant, your blueprint on the line can't come down to Ben Simmons coming back. Jesus dog. Christ, dog! Like, wh- why you see how much fun Jordan Poole having? Please ask him if you see how fun, how much fun Jordan Poole having. He had the nerve to stand in front of Malika Andrews and size her up like that. You know the kind of confidence that they're playing with. He feel like he's the third splash brother. Al, he gone at Zendaya. Stop playing. Spider Man, yeah. In comments, yeah. In the comments. That means this boy don't even respect the MCU. He's a DC fan. Clearly. He's a, Clearly. DC vill- he's a DC villain. He's a DC villain. That's exactly the Joker. what he is. He taking Jokic's name. The Joker. Oh, he's I, Joker. Didn't, I didn't even think about it. Yeah, he's like, you know, he, fake ass Joker. He, he can just tell Jokic, like, you know what? Use Jack Nicholson Joker. Like, you're a Jack cartoon. Nicholson. Yeah. Like, you know about this life. You're the old let, Joker. Let me run through and cause chaos on these people. Because that's, exact, that's exactly what he's doing. And... Like, people are so happy to be saying death lineup again. Like, I have heard death lineup so much. So I'm much happy. Now I'm happy. In the last two, two days. I'm happy. You know, as this shit happened with Kevin Durant in round one versus the Celtics, you know what I was saying? This it never happened to a healthy Warriors team. Never. Never. I just in Toronto. Like not in Toronto. In the, in the, yeah, in the, in Oracle, in the Raptor series. They was down to like, you know, the original three, Clay, Steph, and Draymond. They was going that serious. Clay was again game six clay mode. They was gonna get that and then go back for game seven. And then who knows? And you know how you know how it is go. I mean, that's, that's like there's no way. That but was close. That was so close to swinging the other way, right? Yeah, it but was, that's what I mean. Really like, close. and that is what is so frustrating about the Nets thing is that they constructed the team wrong incorrectly yeah. by going after the third star when they was they could have just rolled with that fucking you see with yeah. like Levert end up getting in trades like these multiple trades of who you could have gotten um I was, I was about to say 
had the number one thing about that roster that stood out, and this is just from 2K, before anything happened on the basketball court, when they decided to go to Brooklyn, number one thing that stood out about the Nets was that. Because remember, at that point, they said had Dinwiddie, Joe Harris was there. Like, they actually had depth at all these spots. And so imagine that, you you pay Dinwiddie and Allen on the team. Yeah. and that, Allen that, on that, this exact team right now. That depth withered away when they made all of those moves. And now it's the exact opposite where you not, we're saying things like they wasted the Bruce Brown game. Like, they, like that's what, that's where they at right now. They did waste the Bruce Brown game. They did. Last they did actually did happen. They though. did. They wasted but, the Bruce okay, Brown okay. game. Uh, I, I, I got a, a off topic question, right? Yeah. Which team has the most book? Because there's always this in the first round, a series that you just absolutely pay no attention to. Which team is always involved in that most boring series that we kind of forget is happening? Oh, um, honestly, uh, Utah and yes. uh, Dallas. It's, it's always Utah. You could say Utah and anybody. No, like you think I care that Dallas win without Luka in game two? I didn't care. Nobody Suns Pelicans was still more entertaining. Nobody does, and for for some reason, every even with Jamal Murray and Donovan Mitchell going at it, Utah just being a part of the series always makes it an afterthought. I don't know. I don't know if that's just a me thing, but I feel like that every year in the playoffs, like I forget the Utah thing is the Donovan Mitchell just need to go play for somebody else. This, I mean, this is what it's course, right? New York or Miami, dog. What are you gonna do? Just don't live in Utah. I don't care. Anyway, um, who else is on the my name is my name thing? Obviously, we talked about the death lineups and and the Warriors, but I feel like they have, as a little baby fan, the song Something to Prove comes to mind as well. Like the Warriors want to be like, yo, we getting back there without KD. And their task, if they were to do this, would have to go through Phoenix because Phoenix is such an obvious favorite in the Western Conference. It's almost ridiculous. Even though like Booker went down, yeah, I was about to I say think Chris Paul is going to get them through the Pelicans. You got to be able to take the Pelicans out, dog. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you, Cam Johnson, and Aiton should be able to take the Pelicans and Bridges and Crowder. Yeah, Boston ninety nine. Right, like yo, right now, right now, Aiton is playing for that next contract too because this is actually perfectly set up for him to make his money right now. Like, forget the regular yeah. season. Devin Booker goes. Down has to miss a couple games. If Chris Paul and use Chris Paul's game, if Chris Paul can carry DeAndre Ayton to another level and he's putting up 20, 25, 15 double doubles on a regular basis and the Suns don't miss a beat, then he could get maxed out. But if he shrinks and this goes way left for the Suns and they are upset, then everybody's going to say, Robert Salva was right. You all wanted me to give this dude this money? Mm hmm. So this is this is a big couple of games for Aiton right here. I don't think they could do it. Like I, I mean, Mikael Bridges, if you are the second uh, best defensive wing in the game, I think he might be he's the best. Um, then Brandon Ingram can't do that to you again. No, no. Like or CJ McCollum, put CJ McCollum in hell if you ain't guarding Ingram. Like you be in charge of that. Be like, okay, Ingram, you go ahead. But um, I think Monty Williams is a is a better coach than Steve Nash, and I think he could figure out how to stop and defend a lanky person. <laughs> like I, you know. the problem is Monty Williams going against somebody who who basically train under him and work on his oh, stuff. Oh yeah, that's true. 
Billy Green and make him some money off this off this too. Oh, yes. brief, uh, small brief. My name is my name. Aside, Demar Derozan's game too was a my name is my name game because he literally said, "Ain't no way in hell I shooting six for twenty five again." But part of me wanted him to do it again because then that would have just been funny because <laughs> I wanted to see what he was gonna say after that. But coming exactly, Levine don't say that. <laughs> but coming back to score uh, forty one in game two, and then. Like people actually in the line starting to shift a little bit because ain't no Chris Middleton. Bulls yeah, but are you worried about the Bucks for real? They need Chris Middleton to close, man. I'm not gonna lie, they do. Like they're gonna miss Chris Middleton more than we think. He, even though Giannis is the best player in the world, he ends a lot of games for them. But I feel like at the, at the end of this first round, we will not know who the best player in the world is because if KD and Giannis get knocked out. <laughs> They'd be like, all right, dog, it's LeBron. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> another brief my name is my name moment. You know who I thought it was going, the, this playoffs was going to be there, my name is my name moment? I thought it was going to be Luca. Now, he ended up, like you said, he ended up getting hurt or uh, playing on some bullshit that didn't yeah, really matter. Yeah, but what if he come back, though? I know, but that could be after three games now. They're right three games in, bro. Like, they, it could be a chance where he's yeah, coming back into the like... series and they down one, two. Yeah, but that's fine. But now, remember season two of The Wire? Yeah, but the they Greeks? have to win. What I'm saying is he has less opportunities. Did they have hands? <laughs> Did they have a head? Then it wasn't us. Okay. I'm just saying, if they don't win tonight, they down 2-1. And if he comes back, he got like two games to make. I have a question then. Okay. Who, who are they playing? Oh, uh, they're playing Utah. They could go down three games to one. Yeah, <laughs> if we could come back, they could win. Anything's possible with you, so never mind. Yeah. They actually yeah. up right now. All right, don't worry about it. Who's yeah, don't worry about it. That's, that's straight. That's straight. Dan, Daniel House just scored? Jesus Christ. Doug, Doug, they straight. See, as a casual, let me give you some piece of advice. You don't even got to watch the Utah games. Check the box no, score. You don't. Who plays for them? Because I don't never bet Utah. Royce O'Neal. All right. Yeah, they, yeah Dallas going to be all right. They're gonna, oh, Memphis coming back again. How can you like to fall behind and come back? <laughs> it's just so, it's just so, uh, John Moran could, uh, post rap lyrics, which he probably says in the locker room. I, I know you can't wait till this push T come out tonight. You going to Coke Cella? Yes. Yeah, but solid. Is, is Memphis the blackest team in the league? Oh, this well, by definition of being from Memphis, <laughs> that's Stephen Adams. Well, no, I think it might be the Timberwolves. I don't see a white guy. Yep, there's no white guy in the rotation for the Timberwolves. It's them. Wow. Shit. That's okay. Odd. That's, that's how you know we gotta stop. And Minnesota Vikings <laughs> almost traded for Debo. Anyway. Um, Did they? Oh, was on air. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on air. All right, that, that's it for the casuals. We will come back yeah. oh, uh, yeah. later okay. on. Um, I will try to, you know, be on podcast. I might set you up with with Dimmy to do a podcast so y'all can yell about basketball. We will. I will try do a drunken um, podcast update if the Raptors either win Game Four or get swept. And then Either we way. judge all Canadians. Either way, it's going to be great. It's just going to be us talking about them. Be like, how did y'all fuck this up? 
But you know the energy in the city if they'd have just win that game on Saturday, going into yeah, game but, four. Yeah, but no, no Scotty Barnes, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, no Scotty Barnes is the future. Yeah, Scotty no Barnes is the future. He got lock up Anthony Edwards at some point in the finals. Anyway, this is it. This has been the Casuals podcast. I have no out. Excited for the, this is this is honestly a great playoffs. It is really Even without LeBron. This is amazing already. I can't imagine what's gonna happen over the next two months because that's how long the NBA playoffs are. I I like playoff LeBron now. But think about this though, like covering or, or like watching basketball. I, I just wanna always read his tweets while we're recording. This is why we okay. always have to do this all the years going on. LeBron tweets. The majority of playoff games are won on how close, oh, sorry, on how you close each quarter. Nah, I don't know if that's LeBron on Magic. You could be, you, you know what, that should be the next segment. It could be like LeBron on Magic. <laughs> Who tweets this? You, it's Magic. The pitbull is balling right now. Locked in. What the fuck? <laughs> I was really impressed with the Celtics defense, especially in that fourth quarter. Young Gord Reed is so damn good at basketball, man. Insane skill. Alright, that's LeBron, because like Magic ain't a tweet like that. Magic yeah, 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 like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alright, right, now we're out. Now we're out. That, now it's the end. That's the end of the podcast. Stop listening. What are you doing? Go watch basketball. Or don't. Check the scores.